You're listening to 103.9 Life FM Gippsland. This is David Braithwaite with the local news headlines. The federal government has heard La Trobe City Council's call for support of the region's community-led transition following a delegation from council attending the annual National General Assembly and Australian Council of Local Government meeting. The National General Assembly is attended annually by a delegation from La Trobe City and was followed by the Australian Council of Local Government, an initiative reinstated by the Labor government. Mayor Kelly O'Callaghan, Deputy Mayor Dan Clancy, Councillor Dale Harriman and members from Council's executive team leveraged opportunities for further engagement with government representatives in the coming months. The Australian Council Local Government Meeting, attended by the Mayor and Chief Executive Stephen Piacenti, provided an opportunity to raise La Trobe City's transition needs with government ministers. At the invitation of the government, the Mayor met with Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, which provided a platform to highlight the challenges of the region's changing economic landscape, the strengths of the La Trobe community and opportunities for all levels of government to partner and work together on the region's transition. Meetings with MPs from both sides of Parliament provided an opportunity to further advocate for a considered transition of the timber and energy sectors for Gippsland communities. Crime Command Viper Task Force detectives were charged a man and woman after a police vehicle was allegedly rammed in Pakenham on Saturday afternoon. Officers observed an allegedly stolen car driving on Frawley Road, Hallam, about 12.50pm. Officers followed the vehicle onto the Princess Highway, then through Narry Warren, Berwick, Beaconsfield and into Pakenham. The car allegedly came to a stop at a service station near the intersection of Racecourse and Bald Hill Roads. A police car stopped behind it and two police members went to speak to the occupants of the car before it reversed, allegedly ramming into the police vehicle. There were no injuries. The four occupants of the car, two men and two women, were arrested at the scene. A 23-year-old woman from Umemering was charged with 15 offences, including reckless conduct endangering serious injury, recklessly exposing an emergency worker to risk by driving, theft of a motor vehicle, exceeding the prescribed concentration of drugs, driving whilst disqualified and other traffic offences, and was remanded to appear at Melbourne Magistrates Court on Sunday. A 34-year-old man from Long Worry has been charged with the theft of a motor car and possessing a drug of dependence, and has been bailed to appear at Dandenong Magistrates Court in October. A 33-year-old Dandenong man and 32-year-old Pakenham woman were released without charge. The Thorough River Bridge in Far East Gippsland will not be rebuilt for another two and a half years, almost six years after bushfires destroyed it. State Environment Minister Ingrid Stitt confirmed on Wednesday. Gippsland East MP Tim Bull said the continued pushing out of the timeline for both this and the Cape Conran cabins and boardwalk was disgraceful. Answering questions at a hearing on Wednesday, Ms Stitz said the tender had gone out for the bridge before saying work was only recently completed on the pre-construction planning phase and that works would be complex. Mr Bull said this project, along with the jetties at Malacuda and Cape Conran cabins, which had not yet been rebuilt, and the Cape Conran boardwalk, which had been at a standstill for 12 months, were not as complex as the level crossing removals which the government had been completing in Melbourne in far less than six years. The Nationals MP said he would continue to push for a shorter time frame for these works. The major redevelopment of Gippsland's most significant irrigation system is nearing completion. The second stage of the McAllister Irrigation District modernisation project began on the Newry Pipeline in January and is on track to be completed in August, in time for the 2023 irrigation season. Gippsland Federal MP Darren Chester said the $160 million modernisation project, which began in 2017, would deliver economic and environmental benefits for decades to come. 
Mr Chester said while the dairy and horticultural sectors would obviously benefit from the modernisation project, it was also delivering environmental outcomes including reduced nutrients entering local streams and the Gippsland Lakes. The second stage would deliver more than 7,200 megalitres of water savings with the replacement of the open channel system with new pipelines delivering water savings of 17% for the environment through reduced leakage and evaporation. Southern Rural Water is managing the modernisation project with the federal government providing the majority of funding for the stage, along with contributions from farmers and the state government. Works have begun to install fixed irrigation sprinklers, feeders and water pipelines at the Painesville Water Recycling Plant's Barkhill Road Farm. The farm currently has a mobile centre pivot irrigation system and the additional irrigation will cover a further 26 hectares, increasing the irrigated area to a total of 148 hectares. East Gippsland Water Managing Director Steve McKenzie said this $3.6 million irrigation project was the first in the organisation's long-term capital works investment plan to improve wastewater recycling processes at Painesville. Mr McKenzie said the works were an essential step forward in managing East Gippsland Water's environmental protection systems and meeting its commitments to the Environmental Protection Authority. This is 103.9 Life FM Gippsland.